What's the dumbest thing you've ever witnessed someone get offended by? I had a lady very offended because I would not let her hold my few days old baby. This was a complete stranger at the grocery store. On my whiteboard at work, I'd written the slogan, No matter what happens, someone will find a way to take it too seriously. After about a week, someone from HR came by and asked me to remove it because they had received a complaint. The irony was worth it. A lady started yelling at the cashier and tried to jump over the counter for checking the $100 bill she paid with. Wouldn't you say that this is a good reason to be even more suspicious of somebody? (laughs) Years ago, a woman came into my work and brought a black stove. The guys take the box up there to her and she flips the F out because the box said Negro on it. Everyone tried explaining to her that it was the Spanish word for black, but she left there saying we were all racists. Politicians in the UK wanted to ban the term brainstorm because it could offend people with epilepsy. At a restaurant years ago, and this guy ordered a soup. He pulled a bay leaf out of the soup and went freaking mental. There's a leaf in my soup! And was convinced that it was off the tree outside. Manager continued to explain that it was a bay leaf, an ingredient for flavor, and this guy wasn't having it. Since then, any time my wife cooks a soup, we treat the leaf like the bean in a cake. And whoever finds it gets a free reign over being super grumpy, as long as it's in a jest. I used to frequent a drive through near my job on my lunch breaks. After they repeated my order and told me to pull forward, I always said, thanks, before I drove to the window. One day, the manager comes to the window and says, hey, I'm going to tell you something. Every time you come here and you say thanks, it just sounds really rude. Thanks is just something you say with your buddies. Here, you say thank you because you just sound really rude. Have not been back there since and I immediately reported him to corporate when I got home. I had a drama teacher get mad at me for pretending to be a werewolf in a skit. She claimed it was disrespectful of transgenders, which I suppose means that transgenders are werewolves to her. I had a stranger get upset because I covered my ears when emergency vehicles went by. He said I was showing disrespect or something. F that. Those sirens are loud. Hey, F you, man. Those sirens felt terrible because of you. They went home crying that night. I hope you're proud of yourself. The idea of an emergency vehicle driver bursting into tears at the thought of the song of their vehicles being unappreciated is funny on a truly weird level to me. I used to live with a black guy from the UK. One night we went out to a local bar and started talking to some random people. A random white woman got upset when I called my roommate black during a discussion about something. The correct term is African-American. According to her, even the Brits are African-American. There was a big uproar in DC some years back where an official called a budget term niggardly and ended up having to resign because the hate speech police can't use dictionaries. Somebody once complained at my restaurant that their Swiss cheese didn't have enough holes in it. Why would you complain that you were getting more cheese than you were supposed to? I've met people who have been offended by me not allowing them to pet a dog that has syringomyelia, neurological-slash-spinal disorder, which causes immense pain if touched during episodes. I explained to them that this dog, a cavalier, can get aggressive and snappy if he has an episode, and it's not something that we can detect easily. They told me that I shouldn't be walking an aggressive dog, as it may bite someone who wants to pat it. Schools suspending, or worse, a child for chewing a Pop-Tart into the shape of a handgun. Or the deaf kid named Hunter, who was suspended because his sign language form of Hunter looked like a gun. Googled and verified. This has actually happened before, folks.
As a server, I once ran food out to a table with a young, less than six-month-old baby, dressed in generic brown baby clothing. I put the plates down in order, and when I got to the baby, I asked the mother, Did she get anything? She glares at me with one of the most teed-off faces I've ever seen and snarls, He's a boy. So I did the most logical thing I could think of. Shrugged, said, whoops, and left. I have a friend with her first baby that is six months old. Every single piece of clothing this kid has is a neutral color. No pink or blue. Just last week, she posted a big rant on Facebook about people constantly getting her child's gender wrong. People need to pay better attention. It's very clear that Lexi is a girl. Of course, all of her friends made comments backing her up, and not one pointing out that no one can tell the gender of a six-month-old without normal cues. Whoopsie! I really should have used a throwaway for this post. This information made it back to the parents, and boy were they not happy I was talking about them anonymously on the internet. I was once talking about how I visited the Grand Tetons and talked a little about the geology since I found it very interesting. One of the people I was eating lunch with was very offended I suggested something might have happened two million years ago. I work with a guy who doesn't believe that dinosaurs ever existed and that all the fossils that have ever been discovered are a hoax by archaeologists. This person is an adult, seemingly, human, with a college education. We just don't talk about dinosaurs when he's around. I understand that paleontologists, not archaeologists, would be the ones to discover dinosaur fossils. Here is an excerpt from today's edition of Riling Up Robbie with Dinosaurs. Me. Hey, Robbie. Who are those guys running around burying fake dinosaur bones again? Robbie. Flipping archaeologists, man. It's a goddamn conspiracy. The government pays them by the pound for the fossils they find, so every year they make them a little heavier and blame it on carbon dating. I couldn't make this trash up if I tried. This is a true story. My dad was at work and witnessed a guy hold a door for a woman, just to be polite. He smiled at her and waited. As she got to the door, she said, Why did you hold the door? Because I'm a woman and I can't myself? To which the guy replied, Uh, no, I just, um... He didn't really know what to say and fumbled out a weird apology. The woman just made more snide comments and walked through the door and went on her way. My dad and him had a laugh about it, wondered why someone would be so strange and thought nothing more of it. The next day, this guy gets called into his manager's office and is told he is being accused of being sexist and harassment in the workplace. This guy had to go on a two-day course on dignity and diversity in the workplace because he held a silly door open for some ungrateful person. As someone who's been alternately shouted at for being condescending when I tried to give up my seat for an older person and for being disrespectful when I didn't stand up, I feel this man's confusion at traditional norms. I guess I offended someone at my work because I insulted their intelligence. I run audio at conferences, and the presenter kept turning away from his microphone. In the middle of his presentation, he asks me what's wrong with the mic. I tell him, there's nothing wrong with it, just be sure you speak into it. Then he got on me afterwards, saying, don't tell me how to do my job. It's always around the holiday when someone gets offended for another person wishing them happy holidays, merry Christmas, whatever. The person meant no ill will. They could have easily said nothing, yet someone always takes it like a personal assault on their beliefs. It makes me so angry because of how irrational it is. I always get irritated by white people who get themselves into a lather on behalf of other people of other races over some innocent blunder by another white person, particularly if the people of the other races don't seem much bothered by it. Around 1993 or so, when my kids were just small and the family was all going to church, Baptist, 
We were all at a social and my daughter was wearing some little girl clothing from Osh Kosh Bagosh. And this one really snooty guy from Sunday school said he would never allow his kids to wear something so offensive as he considers Bagosh to be taking the Lord's name in vain. I was so taken back by his statement and attitude that I didn't say anything, but in reality he was just trying to prove how super spiritual he was. I finally realized that I didn't have much in common with these people and stopped going. I had a similar one over Christmas with my dad and a real stretch of the imagination. He was horribly offended by the Happy Honda Days commercial, not because they're idiotic, but because, and I'm trying to quote here, holidays clearly means Christmas, and it's a foreign car. That's really offensive. I think I responded something like, so Christmas is the only holiday, it's distinctly an American holiday, despite the fact that Jesus predated this country by 776 years, therefore a car that's built in Ohio and Alabama can't put their name in the word holiday. I may have added that he's going around looking for things to be offended by, he could probably do better, but it deteriorated from there. Ah, Christmas with the family. Brazil got so offended by the Simpsons episode about the country that the Ministry of Culture tried to censor it. You know, it's a good episode of something when an entire country gets butthead over it. I believe there was a similar, if lesser, outrage around the episode with Australia, i.e. one of the funniest episodes. I worked at an AOL call center the day after the 2004 Super Bowl. You know, the one where Janet Jackson's breast made its appearance. And because AOL sponsored the halftime show, thousands of people called in to either cancel their accounts and, I crap you not, called to say that they would never sign up for AOL because of that breast. People would baffingly wait up to three hours in the call queue just to say that even though they didn't have AOL, that exposed bit of chest cemented their resolve to never sign up. It was one of the worst days to ever work there. Worse than September 11th. It was that day that I realized how foolish and petty people can be about one single African-American breast. A guy friend dressed up as post-Vietnam wheelchair-bound Lieutenant Dan and his girlfriend dressed up like Forrest Gump for a Halloween costume contest at our local bar. They won, but not before a drunk girl had to yell at my friend that his costume was offensive to people in wheelchairs. This story would be perfect if your friend was actually disabled. Eating at a locally owned, family-run, authentic Vietnamese restaurant. A roommate's boyfriend, who I've posted about several times, he is basically the epitome of white male, Tumblr, SJW, accused me of culturally appropriating their food and forcing them to cater to me because I am white. When I pointed out that as a kid my neighborhood had suddenly had a large influx of Vietnamese immigrants and I knew the family personally and have been going to their restaurant for years, even bringing every guest slash couch surfer to the place, he tells me, They don't make the restaurant for white people. Stop smothering them with your privilege. Uh, this guy went from a broke as F Vietnamese immigrant to having an insanely popular restaurant. People drive from the other side of the city, 45 minutes, to eat there. And 13 years after opening, there is always a wait no matter what time or day you go. And was able to pay for his three children's college tuition. I think he likes the universal popularity. Visiting New York while studying English in Boston for the summer in 2003. I was sitting in a bar with other Spanish classmates as we were planning what to see and where to go in the city. We are speaking Spanish between us, but with a Castilian accent and speaking really fast. A guy in an expensive suit stops at our table after paying his takeout meal and asks us very friendly, Where are you from, guys? We smile and say proudly, Spain. His face suddenly changes to an angry expression. He flips us the bird and says, Get out of my country, mother flippers, and then left. 
I'm Belgian and have a Dubliner accent in English because I lived there. In New York, I was chatting with a lady while waiting for the underground. I was trying to get to a Yankee stadium. When this girl asks me if I'm Irish, I say, no, I'm Belgian, and she throws a tantrum that she was Irish-American and I should not pretend to be someone else by copying an accent. Apparently, I had to speak with a Belgian accent so she wouldn't be confused. Also, I'm probably more Irish than she is. I have a friend who is allergic to gluten. If you ask her about it, she gets super offended. Naturally, we used to like to ask her what her diet has to consist of. We all used to eat dinner together and it would just come up in conversation from time to time. Everything seemed just fine. Then we found out from her roommate that she would come back super teed off that we asked her questions. We had no clue. We just wanted to know and were curious about how many things out there have gluten in them. Gosh, that girl is awful. When I was a cashier at Borders, I had one lady get offended because I called her by a man's name. The stupid thing was that she was picking up a book her husband had shipped to the store and his name was on the order. Ooh, I have one. In college, I saw a guy from class on the bus. We started talking a bit. He starts to tell me about his big plans with Maria. Maria this and Maria that? I have no idea who Maria is. So I am thinking and thinking. Then I remember seeing him being friendly with someone in our class. So I said, Oh, that girl in our class. And he looked at me with a dead-eye stare and said, Maria is not that girl. She has a name. And her name is Maria. He was offended that I wasn't respecting her personhood enough because I called her that girl. He then stopped talking to me. I was commuting from Albany, New York to Brooklyn for a little while and I would drive past a town called Fishkill, New York. I stopped there once to get gas, and at the gas station there was a bunch of people, much more than normal for a small town. I heard them talking about how they were from PETA, and there was a protest in the town, because it was called Fishkill. I saw one of the protesters get in an argument with a townie, and then heard the townie say, Kill is Dutch for creek, you butthole. To this day, the funniest thing I have ever witnessed. I was in a loud bar with a bunch of friends, and there were a few F-words being thrown around. The table right behind us asked the waitress if she could kick us out for being the most offensive group of individuals. For several years, I taught a summer school class in filmmaking to elementary schoolers who can be a very sensitive bunch. Two stories. We were discussing an action scene from Firefly, and I identified Zoe as the black woman. A couple kids gasped. That's racist, one volunteered. She's African-American. I told them that black was not a racist thing to call people, and that Zoe would not in fact be African-American because she wasn't from America, she was from space. One of the kids had pitched a movie about the Civil War, and in the discussion, the KKK came up. Not everyone had heard of them, so I described them as a club for mean, angry people. They hate people for being different, like they hate black people. One of the boys jumped out of his chair. Mr. Lukebin said something racist. He was trembling with righteous indignation. I didn't say I hate black people, I told him. I said, they hate black people. I'm not a member of the KKK. That didn't satisfy him, so I ended up having to go with, look, I'm Jewish. They hate me too. And that calmed him down. I was standing at a bus stop with another lady. She was yelling on her phone and I was watching a movie on mine. We had both just missed the previous bus and had to wait another 25 minutes or so for the next one. Given her rather unstable condition, she was very upset at something. I tried to blend into my surroundings as to the best of my abilities. I didn't last too long. 
She said something rather outrageous along the lines of how her boyfriend cheated on her with someone. Being stunned, I lacked the restraint to not look at her. Unfortunately, we made eye contact, and that's where it all went downhill. For the next 20 minutes, she yelled at me, thinking that I was the hussy that corrupted him. She ended every sentence with white-hooded B-word, as I was wearing a white Eskimo-like jacket with the hood up. Apparently, she also thought that I grew up in a place called Red Deer, Alberta. I had to Google it afterwards. And that I had slept with hundreds of guys. FYI, I have only ever dated or done the deed with a single person, so you get just how stunned I was at these comments. I didn't say a single thing to her during this entire 20-minute episode, and only talked when I had to convince other bus patrons that I had never met this woman before. In summary, I'm a white-hooded B-word from Alberta who slept with every man in town. Forgot to mention I saw her again the other day. She didn't notice me, thankfully, but she had been ranting to some other poor soul about her experiences. Back in 99 or so, a small group of us made the pilgrimage to Memphis to spend the weekend eating ribs and touring Graceland. During a taxi ride from Beale back to our crappy motel, barreling down 240 at at least 90 miles per hour, the taxi driver is completely turned around facing us in the back seat. He has sock puppets on both his hands, knees on the wheel. As we scream and white-knuckle everything we can hold on to, the sock puppet tells us racist jokes that are so horrible even Reddit would be offended. He swerved from lane to lane and scared the crap out of all of us. It's a miracle we didn't die. The offense. Years later, I was the best man at the wedding of one of the fellow riders in that cab. In referencing all the exciting adventures we had had together, I alluded to the racist puppet show in my best man speech. A friend of the bride who was in an interracial marriage stood up, berated me for being a racist a-hole, took her gift back from the gift table, and left. Talk about a tense crowd for the rest of that speech. I was able to play it off and finish the last half of what I had to say. Everyone else thought it was a nice speech. To be clear, I didn't tell the story. I didn't repeat any of the jokes. All I did was list a series of unrelated, yet noteworthy events that occurred during my years of friendship with the groom. It was later explained to me that this girl loved playing the race card since she was a white girl married to a black guy. When the husband, who returned to the wedding with the gift about an hour later, explained to her that nothing racist was said, only that the word racist had been used as an adjective, she was too embarrassed to come back. All she heard was the word racist, and then her instincts kicked in. A couple of years ago, in a middle school art class, I saw the teacher literally scream at a student just because she said, Oh my God. She shrieked, Don't you dare use the Lord's name in vain in my classroom. Then he got sent out of the room because he laughed at her overreaction. Got another one. Offended over me being single. Worked in an office, and all the girls were either married or in serious relationships. At the time, I was 20, nearing 21, and very much enjoying my single life. The stuff that would come out of these women's mouths when I mentioned going out with my friends or the dating scene was pretty appalling. I always wondered why they didn't dump their boyfriends or get a divorce if they were so flipping miserable being tied down. The discrimination was pretty ridiculous too. Can't tell you how many times I was denied having a day off over some other girl because you don't have a boyfriend slash husband. What do you have to do that's so important? My cousin and his friend were waiting in line at the movie theater to see Titanic back in college. They're joking around and say something like, I wonder what happens at the end of the movie. Oh, I heard the boat sinks and everyone dies. The lady in front of them in line was furious and turned around and yelled at them for spoiling the end of the movie. 